Welcome to the Eve Knows Men podcast. The internet is unique in that through video and sound it can deliver a charged sensory experience immediately. When you experience physical sex all five senses are used, touch, smell, taste, hear, see. The physical signals felt by the body send signals through our nerves to the brain, which reacts by releasing chemicals that make us experience pleasure. If you are young, wild, and free-spirited and have no hesitation about putting yourself out there on the internet what you are about to learn will be erotically exciting. But if you are older, perhaps a family gal, I will offer you discreetly, private ways to take a healthy share of the sweet and lusty internet treasure available. And you get to do it without your neighbors or family ever knowing. Enjoy the podcast. The idea of women taking control of their sexual power is nothing new. According to research one in five women in Georgian London were what we today call sex workers. Long before the likes of Playboy, Maxim, or Penthouse a publication was circulated that detailed the activities of these popular and daring women. It was such a popular activity that Samuel Derrick is given credit for printing Harris' list of Covent Garden ladies. The list was a small pocketbook. It was printed and published in Covent Garden and sold for two shillings and six pence. A contemporary report of 1791 estimates its circulation at about 8,000 copies annually. Each edition contained entries describing the physical appearance and sexual specialties of about 120 to 190 prostitutes. These sex workers lived in and worked around Covent Garden. This erotic publication reviewed these women in incredible detail, while most of these reviews complemented their subjects. Some were critical of bad habits, and a few women were even portrayed as pariahs. There is speculation that these women fell out of favor with the list's author. Samuel Derrick may have written the lists from 1757 until his death in 1769. Eventually, reformers' petitions helped to turn public opinion against London's sex trade. Alas, in 1795 those involved in the release of Harris' list were fined and imprisoned. That year's edition was the last to be published. Modern writers tend to view Harris' list as erotica. In the words of one author, these publications were designed for solitary, do-it-yourself, sexual enjoyment. The term, sex worker, recognizes that sex work is work. Prostitution, on the other hand, has connotations of criminality and immorality. Many people who sell sexual services prefer the term, sex worker, and find, prostitute, demeaning and stigmatizing, which contributes to their exclusion from health, legal, and social services. Still, today in many states sex work is considered criminal activity. The criminalization of sex work compromises sex workers' health and safety by driving sex work underground. Criminalization includes everything from criminalizing the sale and purchase of sexual services, to blanket prohibitions on the management of sex work. Criminalization makes it harder for sex workers to negotiate terms with clients, work together with other sex workers for safety, and carry condoms without fear that they will be used as evidence of prostitution. Thanks to the internet the need for pimps or handlers has vanished. Smart enterprising women are making small to large fortunes often on the side providing well-received erotic services. People from all over the world participate in the facilitation and consumption of sex work. But in marginalized communities groups are denied access to the same resources afforded to others. You can read more at EveKnowsMen.com about disparities and how they may be overcome. Eve Hansen of EveKnowsMen.com signing off.